real quick before we dive into this episode of the podcast. Be sure to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Now on to the show. If you haven't already, be sure to grab your free copy of my first two books, Frugalpreneur and Authorpreneur, by going to thesarahstjohn.com forward slash free. That's T-H-E-S-A-R-A-H-S-T-J-O-H-N dot com forward slash free. Now on to the show. Imagine yourself on the beach in Aruba. You're sitting there reading a good book, fruity concoction of choice in hand, waves peacefully lapping on the shore, palm trees swaying, and flamingos prancing past. When all of a sudden you hear your phone ding. You get mildly annoyed because you're on vacation and everybody knows it because you've been blowing up your Instagram feed. Who in their ever-loving mind would dare to kill your vibe? You slide your sunglasses up your forehead as you squint at your phone. After all, the sun is bright in Aruba, and as the screen comes into focus, you start to smile. Your husband, or whoever you're with, tilts his sunglasses down and asks, Why the smirk? You glance at him, pause for a brief moment, soak it all in, and say, I just got my first sale. That, my friend, is passive income. You may be asking, why should I have an online business? Reason number one, passive, residual, and scalable income. To quote Ty Lopez, my favorite way to make money is while I sleep. Does that sound too good to be true? It's not. There are many options to create something once that generates recurring passive and residual income, such as a book or a course. Think about this. When you go to work for an hourly wage or a salary, you were paid for your time. Time is finite. Therefore, time is a commodity that is more valuable than money. It isn't possible to make more time, but you can always make more money. Time is neither passive nor scalable. Scalable income is something you can create once, and it continues to earn you money over time without additional time being invested. If you work for an hourly wage or salary, there's only so much money you can make in a year or in your lifetime, and it always requires your physical presence. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to earn an uncapped income? Well, now you can. So with this in mind, a good way to decide if something is worth the cost associated with it is to ask yourself how long it would take you to manually do whatever this product or service does for you. Then multiply that amount of time by your hourly rate at your day job, or even just how much you feel your time is worth. Is this product or service cheaper than that amount? Or an alternative question to ask yourself is, how much money could you make in that time frame? Working on something else on your list that earns money. Just because it's something you can do yourself doesn't mean you should. Sometimes the sheer amount of time and effort something takes is longer than whatever you consider your going hourly rate to be worth. It's the same reason I pay someone to mow my yard, even though I could do it on my own. Not that everyone should hire someone to mow their yard. That's not what I'm saying. But we all do something similar. Think of going to a restaurant. Sure, you go there for the food because maybe you aren't the best cook in the world, but usually it's more about convenience. Sometimes you just want to, sometimes you just don't want to spend time prepping, cooking, and cleaning up afterward and feel it's worth the higher price to have someone else do all that work. 
Or maybe you hire someone to clean your house every two weeks. You could do it yourself, but you'd rather spend those two hours working on your business or something else. There are countless examples, but you get the gist. Everyone decides what it's worth to them to do something themselves or to hire outside help. Reason number two, extra money for spending, saving, or paying down debt. Maybe you already have a full-time job, but you're only making ends meet or you want extra spending money or both. Or maybe you want to make more money to build up savings or pay down debt. Sometimes the best or only way to save or pay down debt is to get an online side hustle. Reason number three, freedom and flexibility. Maybe you aren't looking for supplemental income, but instead you're looking for a way to make money online full time so you can quit your day job and stay home with your family, never needing to battle rush hour traffic again. Or maybe you'd like to travel the world or work unconventional, unsteady, or unpredictable hours that a normal job wouldn't tolerate. Maybe you only want to work four hours a week, as Tim Ferriss suggests in his book by the same name. Or maybe you want to have a way to continue earning money after retirement. I know several people working retail or office jobs into their 90s. There's certainly nothing wrong with this as long as you're working because you enjoy it. But if you aren't retired and continuing to work because you have to in order to pay your bills, that's completely different. Don't misunderstand me here. There's nothing wrong with working past retirement age if you're choosing to do so to keep you busy or because you enjoy it or because you don't know what else you do with your time. But let's say you're physically or mentally declining or both and really shouldn't be working, but you have to in order to pay the bills, not because you want to. What then? I want to create a future for you where this isn't a scenario. Sure, that means saving the extra money you do make now, but it can also mean finding ways to make passive and residual income as well. So to recap, three of the top reasons to make money online are one, to earn residual and passive income, two, earn extra income, or three, to gain work independence, freedom, and flexibility. If you're like me, all of the above apply. But now you're probably wondering how you can make money online. There are a multitude of ways to make money online, but I'm going to discuss the different ways that I like making money online over the course of the next several episodes. But here's a brief listing. You could write books. You could create content such as blogs, podcasts, or courses. You could do affiliate marketing. You could create a product. You could drop ship, which maybe you aren't familiar with that terminology, and I will discuss that in a future episode. You could do retail arbitrage. You could do white or private label reselling. You could freelance. You could offer a service. You could do direct sales. And there's a plethora of other options available as well. To quote Chris Gillibo, if plan A fails, remember that you have 25 letters left. In other words, I'd recommend trying out a few of these to see what your best fit is. I've tried several of these, but have discovered I only enjoy about half of them. So let's see which ones are your favorite. Thank you for listening. If you are enjoying the show, please subscribe, rate, and review in iTunes or wherever you are listening. Also, if you have any entrepreneurial questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, please tweet it to at frugalpreneurs or leave a voice message at 469-389-2656 and I may answer it on a future episode. And don't forget to grab your free copy of my book that coincides with this podcast. You can get it at freefrugalpreneur.com. Until next time. If you enjoyed and found value from this episode, 
I'd greatly appreciate it if you rate, review, subscribe, and share at ratethispodcast.com forward slash frugalpreneur. Until next time. Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack, connect with fellow listeners, share your thoughts on episodes, engage in meaningful discussions, including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast. Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.